Today's podcast is all about culture. Hi, I'm Will Rook, host of Rook Riffs, and with me is an expert on this very important subject matter, Dr. Gustavo Gronitsky, whom I met a few weeks ago at an Association for Corporate Growth conference. And man, he, he shared some really powerful ways and insights on how culture impacts our organizations. And those insights were so powerful, it wowed the room and certainly it wowed me. So welcome. Good to be with you, Will. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for, for joining us. And a little background on Dr. Gustavo. He is a best-selling author. I can tell you he's a great speaker. He's uh, a consultant. He's a psychologist. And, you know, after we met for the first time, I, my first question to you is really about the importance of culture. And how, can you kind of share with us how you're explaining this to audiences and leaders today? Why, why is culture so important today? Yeah, it's a great question, Will. I think that the most important argument to be made for culture is the business argument. And particularly for leaders and owners of organizations, I talk first and foremost about what I call the profit paradox. The profit paradox says companies that pursue profit directly make less profit. Companies that pursue culture first make more profit. Mm -hmm. So even for leaders who are primarily driven by profit, culture is the vehicle to get there. And I know that for a lot of leaders and organizations, times like this are full of change and transition, but it, it seems evident to me, and this certainly came from the conference where you were speaking, that a lot of the questions are about, well, how, how do I get there if I happen to have leadership or ownership that's living the old way, and yet I have all these employees, many of who are, are leaving, but I want to I keep the good ones and I want to attract more good ones. So how do you deal with this if you have an older model of leader that isn't understanding what the future has to be when it comes to the importance of culture? The place to start first and foremost is going to have to be education. You have to educate your leaders mm -hmm. as to why culture is critical, not only for the financial well-being of the organization, but the, the human capital needs of the organization. Uh, this, this pandemic, which we are in, will be known not for giving us new trends, but accelerating pre-existing trends. And one of those pre-existing trends is the war for talent. So we all heard about the great resignation. Mm -hmm. It is real. And it's happening primarily with companies who have not been able to find their footing with regard to culture. And you talked in the conference about how do you find your footing? Can you just share a little bit with us as to what you're advising organizations to do to make sure they get that right? Sure. I mean, there, there are many factors that go into culture, but the first two I talk about, uh, I talk about leveraging primary human drives. So primary human drives are to connect and belong. And in business, we talk about connection as building relationships with. So we want to make sure that Everyone in the organization feels connected to each other in a genuine way. Belong means to belong to something larger than ourselves. So we talk about that as having a cause. A cause is, is there's now there's a difference between mission and cause. Mission is what you do. Cause is why you do it or how your product or service touches people and touches society. So those are the first two that we talk about when it comes to the fundamentals of culture. And a lot of organizations will be in this hybrid world. Um, a lot will probably never return to everyone in the office. So how do you get connected in this virtual Zoom world environment that we're in? 
I think you build connections using technology to display the same behaviors you would if you were in person. I believe that connection starts with genuine connection beyond a work level. So genuine connection starts with a question like, how was your weekend? Oh, you went sailing? I didn't know you liked to do that. How often do you get to do that? It's taking a genuine interest in the same interest that the, that your employees have outside of work. We should know one thing about the outside world of every one of our direct reports, something that's important to them, and be able to discuss that one thing on a weekly basis. And when people feel connected to you, they don't want to let you down, and they will go above and beyond the goal for you. And I remember you also taking some questions from our audience about the challenges today with respect to how people are looking at work very, very differently. So one of the things I hear a lot about is what's referred to as the anti-work movement. And I believe that that is a misnomer. It's really not anti-work. It's a reprioritization of work. Because the pandemic, people have reprioritized things other than work. And I think this is in part generational as well. So family, friends, activities, well-being. These are all things that people have reprioritized. Well, you uh, once again have shared some great insights with us, and I thank you so much. Where can we have our audience learn a little bit more about you and your data and all the work that you're doing? Thanks so much for asking. The best place to find me and, and all the things that my organization offers would be Dr. Gustavo, spelled D-R-G-U-S-T-A-V-O.com. Well, and we're going to also keep your content active on our website. And thank you so much for your time today. Uh, this is a, such an important subject matter and really appreciate your insights. Uh, and, and thank you so much for joining us. It's a real pleasure, Will. Thanks so much. Thanks so much.